It's time to cover yet another unusual sport, Mike. Oh, you know I love these ones. Me too. It's time to get extreme. Yeah, baby! (laughs) Sandboarding. This is what we're talking about today. And uh, sandboarding is basically what it sounds like. It involves riding a board down a sound dune while standing, sitting, or laying down. It kind of depends on your own style. Look, basically, it's just a sweatier version of snowboarding. You are pretty accurate, actually. Uh, (laughs) While you can do this with a snowboard or a surfboard, or I guess just like a big piece of wood, there are specific (laughs) boards made for this purpose. Of course there are. are So they're kind of like an amalgamation of the two because it's much stiffer than a typical snowboard, but closer in shape. And the bottom of the board is often waxed to reduce friction with the sand. So kind of the way that you would wax a surfboard. I don't know if you wax snowboards. You should know, Mr. Winter Olympics. Well, I mean, if you're good, you don't need to. I don't know if that's right. I don't either. What you just said there. I don't know if (laughs) that's accurate at all. So like my beloved snow sports, this isn't something that can just be done everywhere in the world, right? Not everyone has a sand dune in their backyard. Uh, We are going to talk about what uh, the, the fans call sandboarding hotspots. But uh, it is mostly more pre- prevalent in desert areas or along coasts with sandy beaches. <laughs> Which makes sense. I guess unless you just, I don't know, bring in the sand in. Yeah, tr- truck in a bunch of sand. Sure. Yeah. Uh, there are some differences to these types of sports too, of course. Uh, having support equipment like ski lifts on sand dunes is, is not very easy to pull off. Hmm. So people must walk or ride an ATV to the top of the sand dune in order to shred sand on the way down. And honestly, that sounds more fun than sitting on a ski lift. Oh, yeah. You get to ride like a four-wheeler up a sand dune and then ski down Mm -hmm. it? Like, count me in. Also, unlike many ski slopes, sandboarding areas can operate year-round as sand doesn't melt away for half the year. That's a good point. So let's talk about some of the places around the world where this is a popular sport. What about right after this break? This episode of Ungenius is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. And HelloFresh offers more than 23 recipes each week, featuring a range of flavors, cuisines, and ingredients so you'll never get bored. Mike, tell me a little bit about your experience with HelloFresh. So you said about there being so many meals to choose from. There really are. And that's like something that I've noticed over the years that I've been using HelloFresh. There's now like so many choices. And that's awesome. Uh, Last night, we made halloumia refried bean tacos, which was fantastic. And it was actually really easy to put together. Um, And for us at the moment, considering we can't go to restaurants, this is such a great way for us to continue to eat new and exciting things whilst learning something along the way. So if you go to HelloFresh.com slash ungeniust 10 and use the code ungeniust 10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. So try HelloFresh today, America's number one meal kit. Once again, that's HelloFresh.com slash ungeniust 10 and use the code ungeniust 10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. Our thanks to HelloFresh for their support of the show. 
Let's start on Kangaroo Island. Woo! Can you guess? Can you guess where Kangaroo Island is? I don't know, but it sounds like a hopping place. In Taiwan? No, in South Australia <laughs> uh, is where Kangaroo Island is, and it's home to an area named Little Sahara, which is a 0.77 square mile area full of many dunes, with some reaching up to 230 feet high. Okay, that's not a very big area. That's like tiny Sahara. Well, it's like small but high, you know? Just how I like my dunes. Yeah. Australia is also home to Lucky Bay in Western Australia, where tourists can enjoy sandboarding tours. The country also boasts the Stockton Dunes, an area of dunes covering some 10,000 acres with countless adventures waiting. <laughs> there are several prime sandboarding locations across the continent of Africa as well, including in Egypt, Namibia, and South Africa. Namibia also features sand skiing, which, can you guess, is similar to sandboarding, but performed to skis instead of a board. Uh, most of the sand skiing is performed on desert dunes. In fact, sand skiing originated in the country and get this, the Guinness World Record in speed sand skiing, which is very specific, was set by Henrik May, a German who lives there. The record is 57 miles per hour. That both seems intense and, like, accidental. I don't know if you can control it. Like, you're going at 57 miles an hour down a sand dune. Well, that's just the speed you're going. Like, <laughs> nature has dictated that that's your speed. I kind of don't like that. It also seems really dangerous. Like, what happens if you hit sand face first at 57 miles an hour? Wear a um, helmet, kids. You leave an imprint, I guess. <laughs> I think the desert leaves an imprint on you. Mm. Not to be left out of this hot sand skiing scene, people in both Peru and Egypt also enjoy the sport. The former has massive sand dunes, some reaching 1.2 miles in height. Take that, Kangaroo Island. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Right? In fact, Peru is home to the largest sand dune in the world, named Duna Grande. <laughs> Big dune. <laughs> I love that. It's like, well, yeah, you can call it that, I guess, if it's the biggest. I don't know a lot about foreign languages, but I figured that one out. <laughs> well, good work. Sandboarding also has a home in South Africa, as you mentioned. Between 2002 and 2004, the South African Sandboarding League held competitions, but the league has since collapsed. Now that's a real shame. It is. ESPN could, like, do with that content right now. I know. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Here in the U.S., Oregon boasts the world's first sandboarding park, which houses 200 acres of human-sculpted sand dunes and even a pro shop. You can go buy your fancy... Who's the, who are the pros? No, no, it's like a pro shop. You go buy sandboard wax and helmets and stuff. But aren't pro shops manned by professionals? Yeah, they, they came over from the, the defunct South African group, maybe. Ah, I don't know. that makes sense. That makes sense. It's named Sandmaster Park. It's also home to the largest sandboard-making company in the world, and host official events held by Dune Riders International. Ah, the DRI. Yes. As we know them in the scene. Get this, Germany is home to one of the only sand dunes equipped with a lift to take people to the top at 390 feet. Honestly, where's the sand in Germany? That's trucked in for sure. They must have made it. There's a there's a place in the UK called Milton Keynes that has an indoor uh, snow 
mm-hmm. thing and you can go skiing on it. I think it's called the Snow Dome or something. I imagine it's something like this. And Germany uh, hosted the annual Sandboarding World Championships until 2007. Also another defunct event, mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell me about the UK. Uh, are the youth sandboarding in your country? Sure. In Wales, the village of Merthyr Moor is close to a beach that is the home of the Big Dipper, the second largest sand dune in Europe, which was news to me. Other sandboarding locations include a beach in Cornwall uh, and in the northern east region near the beach at Satan Sluice, where people can sandboard year-round. I think uh, you and Adina need to take a trip. I think so. I've just looked it up. Monte Caolino is a sand dune in in Herschel, Bavaria, Germany. It consists of 35 million tons of sand. Wow. A byproduct of kaolinite production over the years. Hmm. The sand dune is now used as a ski resort for sand skiing and sandboarding. So it's like it's not a desert. It's sand created by the production of... A clay mineral. How fun is that? That is fun. So let's talk a little bit about sandboarding events. We mentioned the German-hosted Sandboarding World Cup having ended in 2007, but the current version of the Sandboard World Cup, not sandboarding, Sandboard World Cup, different group, uh, it's hosted in Peru every two years. I wonder if some kind of like bad blood exists between the Germans and the Peruvians over the sandboarding World Cup. Mm, who knows? Do you reckon there's like a, like a national rivalry there? Maybe. Since 1996, Sandmaster Park in Oregon has hosted the annual Sandmaster Jam event. It features amateurs and professionals who wish to compete in freestyle and jump events. I'm going to sign us up. I'm putting it on our travel list. I think that basically my body would turn to sand and contribute Mm. to the dune if I was to attempt to do this. I I don't think I would do very well. The dune is one mile and one mic high. Yeah, I just tip it (laughs) over the edge. When have I ever been involved in an accident on a bicycle or anything like that? Yeah, you could do it. Uh, Lastly, we have the Sand Sports Super Show, an annual outdoor event for all sand sports, including sandboarding. Everyone is welcome. Mm -hmm. This three-day event takes place in September in Costa Mesa, California at the Orange County Fair and Expo Center. Man, sandboarding is really out there. I I wasn't expecting when we first uh, started looking into this that it was going to touch so many continents. Mm -hmm. We've got Australasia, Africa... North America. Do we have South America in there? We do, right? And Europe. Yeah. Look at that. It's truly a worldwide phenomenon. I'd like to thank Jason for sending this topic in. If you want to be cool like Jason and submit your own weird or fun Wikipedia article, you can do it a couple different ways. Uh, You can send us an email on our website, relay.fm slash ungeniused. There you also find links for this topic. You can also find us on Twitter and submit articles there. The show is at Ungeniused. You can find Mike there as I-M-Y-K-E, and you can follow me on Twitter as I-S-M-H. And until our next extreme sport, Mike, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all.